Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's new. Why did I decide to rebrand the show? Because I thought, you know, I like talking about films. I'm really tired of talking about politics. There are political films we're going to discuss, like All the President's Men. Deep Throat, you know, remember that? Um, The Post, really good film, which takes place right before that. It has to do with the Pentagon Papers. So I was like, you know, what inspired this was I was talking to a friend of mine. and She hadn't seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid or The Sting, which we're going to talk about sometime this week. Two buddy films. I mean, you got, you know, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid really made Robert Redford known. Paul Newman was already an icon. This made him an even bigger star. And then to pair him up with Robert Redford... And then to do it again in The Sting, you know, it. I mean, you, you've got gold right there, you know, and they had always intended to do a third movie together and they didn't. So, yeah, but we're going to talk about those kinds of films. I want to go all the way back to the beginning. Yes, back to the beginning, you know, because films really started out in 1896. And here we are, it's 2020, we're watching films now um, in quarantine, we're watching films with our families, um, our friends, you know, I still watch Turner Classic Movies, Turner Classic Movies, just as always, that's a solid channel right there, you know, you can watch everything, you know, and it's imperative that the films are inclusive, okay, you know, and that it's for everybody. I'm talking about people who have disabilities, people of different colors, people of different orientations, you know, something like My Left Foot, which is about someone with a very extreme disability. They have cerebral palsy and it has different, you know, there's um, different forms of it. And then something like The Color Purple, The Color Purple, which I've always said, you know, when you have all those actors at the table, and everyone has a different story going on that interweaves into that big moment. I think, you know, you have Oprah and she's and she's playing Sophia and she's, she looks at Whoopi, you know, Miss Seeley, and she says, you know, I, I want to thank you. And, and it's sincere. It was, she wasn't just acting. She was being sincere. So moments like that we're, we're going to talk about on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. And hopefully we're going to get Carlos on here who has an interesting he has a background in media okay and knows people who were in films and so eventually we're gonna talk about high anxiety one of his favorites a Mel Brooks movie there's many reasons why it is his favorite and he will hopefully tell us I know what they are but I don't want to spoil it. It's just like today when we were talking about cabaret, I wasn't sure if I should talk about that moment where they're all in on it. You know, you have Liza Minnelli and you have, you know, uh, Michael York and the guy playing Maximilian who are basically all sleeping together just at different times. It's not a menage a trois, it's at different times. And so, you know, we're going to talk about that within the Dr. Zeus film podcast. And I did this because I thought, you know, the AFI, I was not educated at the American Film Institute, but I was educated through television. 
They would do those specials, 100 years, 100 stars, 100 years, 100 comedies. And, you know, they were they were film lists that you would debate on. Oh, should that have really been? You know, people still to this day debate whether Citizen Kane should be number one. I've never watched Citizen Kane all the way through, so I can't say that until I've watched it. But I've seen The Third Man with Orson Welles, and that's amazing. Orson Welles is such a great villain, or is he a villain, in The Third Man? And then you have films like The Godfather. Today we talked about Cabaret. That Those are on the AFI's 100 movies list. It should have been 200 movies, because you know pretty soon it's going to get to 200 years. Um, and you know, just, just films that you wouldn't particularly watch. I remember when I watched my first foreign language film and, you know, I had attempted to watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but it was dubbed. And so I couldn't get into it. So I remember a few years ago renting La Femme Nakita, which is a French film. And you really have to keep up with the, the subtitles. You know, because the storyline and all these different things that are going on. Um, this past March, right when we had that stay-at-home order, I, strangely enough, um, Max von Sydow had just died. And so I had rented Igmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal, which has been parodied. It's been copied. It's been analyzed so many times. And I'd never seen it. And it was amazing. You have Max von Sydow on the beach playing chess with death. Okay. And it's all subtitles. And it it really, I bought it. I loved it that much. I bought it. You know, usually you don't, you rent the movie and hey, it's okay. But at the seventh seal, I was like, whoa. And I've heard, you know, Igmar Bergman films are kind of depressing. <laughs> but, you know, I, it was it was interesting. It was It was amazing. It was layered. I think I've seen La Strada, which was directed by Igmar Bergman. I could be wrong. I could be right. Let me see. Um, I know it had Anthony Quinn in it, but it was dubbed. Um, and I know that Anthony Quinn was... Was he nominated for it? That's, that's the thing. When you do an Igmar Bergman film... Or is it Wild as the Wind? No, that's George Cukor. Um, I know, I should... You know, it's funny, people... You really should prepare! Are you doing a podcast? I don't think so. Yeah. Let's see here. La Strada. There we go. Oh, that was... That was Fettellini. <laughs> I'm wrong. I, I could have sworn he did an Igmar Bergman film. But that's the thing. I want you to watch these films that you wouldn't necessarily watch. You know, I watched The Seventh Seal. At first, I was like, when is this going to end? But then as I got into it, and then I wanted to watch it again. Okay. You know, there are certain movies that do that. Um, I remember my mother and I both really enjoyed... um, What was that movie? And Chris Chris Evans is in the news. But not for a movie, but we're not going to discuss that because this is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. You know, it's not about tabloid. I, I mean, we could dish the, we could, you know, we could dish, we could, you know, um, d- dishevel the tea. Um, but he was in a really great movie, um, Knives Out. 
Knives Out was so great. A lot of people didn't like it. We liked it. Okay. So these are films that I'm recommending to you from the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Stephen King films. Immerse yourself in them. In fact, I will give you a factoid, which is very interesting. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Kathy Bates the only one to do two Stephen King characters? Think about it. She did Annie in Misery. Okay. And then she did Dolores Claiborne in Dolores Claiborne. Isn't that interesting right there? Um, In fact, to this day, Kathy Bates has said that Dolores Claiborne is probably one of her favorite roles. Isn't that interesting? So stay tuned. We're going to do the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast this week. This is just an more so to talk about why that i decided to change the show because you know what desperate times call for desperate measures unpleasant dreams <laughs>